Hallelujah. Is there any believer in the house this morning like me? Then say with me, I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. What do you believe this morning? I come to announce to you, it shall be unto you according to your faith. Can somebody say, I believe? I believe. I believe. I believe the Lord is transforming my life. I believe my status is changing. I believe something is in the offing for me. I believe the next step I'm about to make is the step of advancement. I believe there's no more retardation. I believe there's no more retrogression. I believe I'm going forward. Can somebody confess God's word with me this morning? Confess what you believe. In another 10 seconds, in another 30 seconds, can you tell the Lord what you believe? He hears you as you say it. And there is a record, there is a record concerning your declaration this morning. Can you declare what you believe? If you trust him, if you trust him, then say it as though you mean it. I believe, oh God, I believe, oh God. Therefore, I speak, and we all having the spirit of faith, we believe, therefore, we speak. I believe this morning, therefore, I speak. I believe this morning, therefore, I speak. I speak because I believe. I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. I believe, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Choir, can you just sing this song? I believe. I believe. All things are possible. I believe. Can we sing this song? I believe. I believe. chapter 28 verse 1 in the end of the Sabbath as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre and behold there was a great earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it victory hallelujah his countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. 
and for fear of him the keepers did shake and became as dead men and the angel answered and said unto the women fear not ye resurrection says fear not ye hallelujah for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. There is a story about Jesus that has to do with the wars. But there was another story that came after that has to do with ease. His wars became my ease. What he went through became my future. What he, what he suffered on the cross and what he saw in the grave. All of that brought about my own transformation. Hallelujah. He is no longer in the grave. He was in the grave, but he is no longer in the grave. He was in the grave, but now I have a ease. It was for him, but it is ease for me. Hallelujah. Resurrection brought IS for me. Oh, the death of Jesus brought WAS for him, but his resurrection brought IS for me. Somebody shout, I have IS. I have IS. Resurrection brought IS for me. There is the ease for me. Now, faith is. There is the ease for me. Hallelujah. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus that was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples, that is risen from the dead. And behold, he went before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy and did wrong to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them. Oh, the one that was crucified, that rose, then met them, saying, all hail. Hallelujah. All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee and there shall they see me. Somebody is going to see the resurrected Christ this morning. I am going to see the resurrected Christ this morning. And in seeing him, I am going to see him transforming and bringing to pass that which I have desired all those well in the name of Jesus the Christ. I want us to rise on our feet as we worship our resurrected Christ. You know what resurrection did for you and I? Resurrection opened the door for sonship for you and I. We couldn't call ourselves the sons of the living God if not for the fact that the son, the pattern son came to die and resurrected and brought adoption my way. Can you give him thanks for adoption unto sonship? The resurrection Resurrected Christ brought adoption unto sonship. Take out this time to venerate this Jesus. Take out this time to worship this Jesus. When the women saw the resurrected Christ, what did they do? They held his feet. They held his feet. They held his feet. And they worshipped him. They worshipped him because they saw completion of salvation. They saw hope. Hope was lost on Friday. Oh, but hope was renewed on Sunday. Sunday morning. Hope was lost Friday afternoon but hope was restored Sunday morning. They worship this king. They worship this God. Venerate him this morning. Venerate him this morning. The one that showed sonship. The one that gave you sonship. The one that opened the door for sonship. If he did not rise again, we couldn't have had access to sonship. If he did not rise again, we couldn't be calling Abba Abba today. God would have been a very strange God to us. We wouldn't have been this close to him. We wouldn't even know him in the first place. But Jesus, after resurrecting, opened the doorway for sonship. Give thanks to him for sonship. Maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. As a son, you have right to inheritance. As a son, you have right to approach the Lord. As a son, you can go boldly before the throne of grace and ask for grace and obtain mercy. Give thanks to him because you are a son. It doesn't have to do with gender. Whether you are male or female, you are a son. Male folks in the house, you are sons. 
female folks in the house, you are sons. Father, thank you for what resurrection did for me, bringing sonship my way. Thank you, Father. Resurrection brought victory. Resurrection opened the door for victory. Not once, not twice. Victory forever. All time victory. All time victory. Meaning that there will be battles, but it will be attended with victory. There will be battles, but victory will be at the doorstep of battles to swallow battles. Can you give thanks to him for victory by resurrection? Resurrection Resurrection brought victory. Resurrection brought victory. Raska Bahalia. Resurrection brought victory. Ripakabalia. The devil brought humanity down. The devil nailed humanity completely. But Jesus reversed. He reversed. He reversed. He reversed it. And resurrection bring God brought us victory. 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 Can you thank the Lord for the victory? Give thanks for the victory. Thank you for the victory. Thank you for the victory. Resurrection has gave assurance of inheritance inheritance, inheritance resurrection, that was what resurrection of Christ did, you have assurance of inheritance, you can go to the father and ask for years, when Jesus said all things are years, he knew what he was saying, and up to today, all things are years, give him thanks because resurrection has made it possible for all things to be years all things are mine because of resurrection, and I'm great I'm grateful. My resurrected Christ, I'm grateful for bringing this wonderful privilege my way. Thank you because all things are mine. 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 And so there's yet rest for God's people. There's yet rest for God's people. There's an assurance by resurrection this morning that there is rest for God's people. You have entered rest and it's as though you have fulfilled, you are facing another set of troubles. Look here, after troubles there will be rest. Let the troubles come, no problems, but there is an assurance of rest. So rest this morning. Resurrection says rest. Resurrection says rest. Hey, rest, 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 rest. Let minds have no rest. Let lives no rest. Let turbulence hey, give way for rest. This morning, let turmoil cease and let rest be restored in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Can somebody shout in the house, thank you, Jesus. Can somebody shout again, thank you, Jesus. Let's shout one more time, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Can you have your seat, amen. Hallelujah. That was what Jesus did for us. He did it willingly. He did it voluntarily. It pleased him to do it. It was the will of the Father. He could have chosen not to obey the Father. But he said in Gethsemane, the garden of Gethsemane, that I wish this cup would roll over my head. But you know what? He said, not my will. Thank God because Jesus said, not my will. Thank God because he said, I will go all the way. It was not easy. It wasn't easy at all for him to go through that route. But he went all the same because he had you and I in mind. Hallelujah. And this morning, the resurrected Christ have asked me to tell us, this one inclusive, that position yourself for transformation. Position yourself for transformation. Position yourself for transformation. He has done so much. He has done actually all that um, was needed to, to be done. He did all. And that was why on the cross, he could say it is finished. It was like saying there is no more, there is nothing else to do. I have done everything required. 
everything required. Every required of me, I have done it. What was it that was required of him? To bring back transformation, to bring man back to the state man was in the garden of Eden. Hallelujah. God formed man. He formed the first man, Adam. That Adam became deformed. That Adam become, became deformed and then he almost immediately, the Lord began the process of transformation. So the man that was formed became deformed and then God did the work of transformation. Hallelujah. And that work of transformation that Jesus orchestrated, that began with Jesus, that, that the Lord used Jesus to establish that work is still in force up till now. It's still in force up till now. Hallelujah. So I, I, I can see, you know, the mind of God concerning you and I as touching our tomorrow, as touching our next tomorrow, as touching the next 10 years to come, the next 50 years to come. Hallelujah. I, I can imagine his mind concerning you and I. It is the mind of good and not of evil. There is an expected end in the mind of God for you and I. And that expected end is coming to pass in Jesus' name. But he's saying position yourself because there is a route you must take even to get to that expected end. There is a path you must take even to get to that expected end. Position yourself for that path. God has done his beat. Jesus has obeyed the Father. It's left for you and I to be positioned to receive the all that is in the mind of God. Again, I say, there is an expected end for you. There is an expected end for me and my expectations. Your expectations shall not be cut short. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Easter is about transformation. Resurrection is about transformation. And that should be the hallmark of the life of a believer in Christ. Continual transformation. Hallelujah. So we have written in the scriptures that it is from glory to glory. We behold him as in a mirror. The glory of the risen king. And we are what? Transformed. Metamorphosed into that same image. Is it just for once or twice? Is it from glory to glory? So it's an un, an, an unending occurrence. It is a, a, string, a string of occurrences that you and I are to experience because Jesus says so. Hallelujah. So it's from one level of glory. Unto higher level of glory with Christ, there is no better yesterday. Mm -mm -mm. Hallelujah. With Christ Jesus, there is no better yesterday. It is good today, better tomorrow. And when tomorrow comes and you see the better, the one after will be better. Hallelujah. So the, prog the progression is that of better, no retrogression. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And Jesus did the work perfectly. He came, he did the work. He knew what he was to do. He knew the agenda of the Father as touching the redemption of man. And he faced it squarely. And it culminated in his resurrection. And when resurrection came, victory came. Glory came. Hallelujah. 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 I want us to look at the book of 1 Corinthians. Positioning for transformation. Position yourself for transformation. 1 Corinthians chapter 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 8. And we're looking at verse 6. I prefer the NLT version. The New Living Translation. Hallelujah. And I want us to please open our Bibles so that we'll read together. And let's see how the Lord will want us to position ourselves for the reality of resurrection. But for us. But for us. First Corinthians chapter 8. And verse 6. But for us. There is one God. The Father. By whom all things were created. And for whom we live. So we have a Father. 
by him all things were created. And didn't stop there. And he said, for whom we live. Can somebody say, I live for the Father? I live for the Father. Now, the next line. And there is one Lord. So, there is one God for whom we live. Is the reason for our living. Now, there is one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things were created and through whom we live. Now, the Father will live for him. The Son, Jesus Christ, will live through him. Hallelujah. To position yourself for transformation, these two important occurrences must have a place in your life and in my life. Hallelujah. You must be positioned living for God. And look here, there is no alternative. There is no sitting on the fence. There is no going on holiday. So in the morning, for him. In the noon, for him. At night, for him. Living for him. Everything about your life must point towards God. Everything that has to do with your life must point towards God. Living for him. Let the reason for your living be God. Hallelujah. He wants it. He demands it. He looks at you and I and sees us as sons. And he wants you and I as sons to see him as a father. Hallelujah. He understands his responsibility towards you and I. And faithfully he goes about to you know, accomplish those responsibilities. He expects you as sons as well. Also to understand your responsibilities towards him. Hallelujah. Living for God. Living for God. Living for God. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 27. Oh, sorry, before we go to Galatians chapter 6 verse 27. I want us to look at um, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 16 and 17. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an allot is one body, for two, seeth he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Hallelujah. God is saying, be positioned as one with me. Be positioned as one with me. We are joined to the Lord and we became one spirit with him when we gave our lives to him. And the process of our rebirth was by the word of God. The Bible calls it the incorruptible seed of the word. Being born again by the incorruptible seed of the word of God. So thank God for the incorruptible seed of the word that ensured our rebirth, that brought salvation our way and brought us to God. And then we became one with him in the spirit. Hallelujah. We were detached from the first Adam that we might be attached to the last Adam. We were detached from the flesh that we might be attached to the spirit, the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. So the Lord is saying, now that you are one spirit with me, let it be seen. Let it be known. Let it be apparent. Let it be obvious that you are for him. In conduct, in the way we live our lives, in our, in our conversations, in everything that we are involved in, let the aroma of God be perceived by people we are relating with. Live for God. Please turn to your neighbor and say, live for God. Remember, it's a positioning yourself for transformation. It begins with living for God. 
And if you are not yet joined to the spirit of the Lord, the door has not been shut. The way is still available for you to pass through and then be attached to the Lord. Hallelujah. Live for God. Live for him as a new creature. The scripture says, therefore, those who are in Christ Jesus are new creature. All things are passed away. So live for God and let us see all things no longer in your life. Let's see indeed all things passing away. Live for God. Live for God in your businesses. Live for God in your career. Live for God in your offices. Live for God in your home. As a husband, live for God. As a wife, live, live for God. As a child, live for God. I'm emphasizing this because that is the only pathway unto transformation. Any area of life you desire transformation, it will happen because, but, but, but then inside God. Hallelujah. 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 Now to live for God is not by power or by might. Because flesh cannot do it. Willpower can't do it. Wishful thinking can't do it. And God himself knew this. And so he made provision for us to be able to live for him. And that was why the next sentence said, and we live through Jesus. Through the Son. You will live for God by to be through the Son. Through the Son. Hallelujah. Through the risen Christ. Because you see, when we came to God in salvation, we put on Christ. We put him on. And that's why we have in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 20. 27, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ, that have been become born again, that have been attached to Christ, have put on Christ. So we, we put him on as though we put on our clothes. And putting Christ on is tantamount to living through him. Because when you put him on, you take up his identity. That's what it means. His righteousness becomes your righteousness. And so the struggle for living for God will not be there. Because it will be living through Christ. And guess what? Christ knows the Father. Christ understands what the Father wants. And for as long as you have Christ on you, as long as you put him on, you will just do the bidding of the Father. Hallelujah. Can you see therefore that there will be no struggle to live for God? If only we live through Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Live through Christ. Hallelujah. But you see, living through Christ, like I said, is like putting him on. But you see, you still have to come. You, you still have to make yourself available. You, you, you must have, you, you must come in close contact with him. There must be a platform upon which both of you will stand and it will be you and Christ. And that is what the positioning we are talking about is all about. Position yourself. To live through Christ, position yourself. Position yourself. Position yourself. Hallelujah. Position yourself. Position yourself. You must be planted in him. You must be planted in Christ. So live through him. You must be planted in him. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shine in darkness and darkness could not comprehend in him. So in him was life. And you planted in him, you have life. He that hath the son has life. That life becomes light. That light dispels darkness. Hallelujah. You are planted in him and you are planted in life. You are planted in him and you are planted in light. 
And when you are planted in light, you, you simply show up and darkness will diffuse. Hallelujah. Planted, be planted in him. In John chapter 15, Jesus called himself the true vine. And we, the branches, planted to the vine, attached to the vine. And for as long as the branch is attached to the main stalk, there will be assurance of provision of sap. There will be assurance of provision of food. There will be assurance of provision. Provision. Because what runs through the vine runs through the branches. Hallelujah. So you in the vine, you have supplies that the vine has in store. Hallelujah. And guess what? The vine is rooted in God. Hallelujah. So Jesus rooted in God. You the branch attached to him. This root supplies the vine. The vine supplies the branches. Can you see that wonderful arrangement? God, Christ and you partnering together. What do you think will be the hallmark of your life? It will be life and light. No darkness. No death. It's essential, therefore, that you must remain planted in him. Position yourself for transformation. Unfortunately, we have Christians who detach themselves from the vine through sins, through carelessness. Hallelujah. Jesus described four kinds of Christians in the parable of the sower. People were careless with their lives. Some seed, the word of God, sown in the heart of some Christians, find in them pathway. The seed of God finds in some hearts of Christians, in those hearts, it finds a pathway where the devil has the a field day. And once the word drops, it, the devil simply picks. So the world has, will have no effect in their lives. Jesus talked about a set of Christians whose hearts are like a field you know, with thorns, with thorns. Cares of this world. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? And that one is actually more relevant to us in this part of the world because of the way things are. And so the man and the woman in the house, they are different ways looking for, you know, what the family will hit, you know, looking for how the family will be settled. And in all of this, it is very easy for us to forget God. It's very easy for us to be distracted. A lot of distractions now in the world. But Jesus is saying, remain attached, remain in place, and you'll be positioned for transformation. Hallelujah. It describes some hearts like that of the rock. Nothing can grow on the rock. Hardened heart. Conscience seared. Christians who will behave as though they do not know God at all. Christians that cannot be, you know, differentiated from people of the world. No character. Nothing of the kingdom reflecting in their lives. And, and they're so and they're so comfortable. When you are comfortable with sin, there is a problem. The heart has turned to rock, and there is no seed. No seed can grow on the rock. Christians that are so so you know comfortable with malice, unforgiveness. Jesus is saying, you are detaching yourself from me when you live that way. Remain attached to the vine. Remain attached to the vine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be planted unto Christ and remain so. And remain so. And remain so. Not only be planted, grow in him. Grow in him. You are planted, you abide, but grow in him. So there's room for growth. And, 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 and this is the news. There is no limit to that growth. There is no end to that growth. 
we grow till we close our eyes here on earth and open into heaven. So there's room for growth. So you're at a level of growth. Jesus is saying, come up either. Hallelujah. There are levels in Christ. There are levels in God. There are levels in him. Whichever level you are now, there is an higher level above that. Christ is saying, grow into that higher level. Grow into it. Hallelujah. So grow, grow in him. 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 Peter advised that grow in the grace of the Lord and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So there's room for growth in grace, growth in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's room for growth. And this reminds me of the butterfly. I want us to picture our lives like that of the butterfly. The butterfly is a beautiful insect and very good economically. Butterfly helps in pollination of flowers, pollination and helps in fruit, uh, fruition of trees and of plants. Hallelujah. And when the butterfly lays egg, new life is laid. And the egg, so small, and so lame and so weak, but inside it is a code, a code for great future. Hallelujah. When we are given birth to in the spirit, we might look weak in the spirit, might look small in the spirit, we might look lame, but you see, there is a code within us. And that is why in salvation, there is regeneration. There is a transformation of our spiritual gene. So that a new coding begins to work in us. There is an activation of a code within us. And that code points to greatness, points to, you know, the blessing of the Lord, points to, you know, advancement, points to every good thing you can think of. But you see, you can't see it in the egg, and the egg appears, I know we appear as though it's, 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 it's weak and um, it's, you know, it has no potential in it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are like newborn, we could be like newborn babe, but there's potential within us. And we're not to remain as egg, we're not to remain as newborn babe, there's provision for us to grow. So Peter said, as newborn babe, desire the Sincere milk of the world that you may do what? Grow thereby. So like the egg of the butterfly, you are meant to grow. And there's a provision for that growth. It is the word of God. Look, as soon after this egg will turn into a lava. They call the lava caterpillar. No beauty to behold. Nothing to see in the caterpillar. That will attract you. In fact, you when you see you want to you want to exterminate. You are exterminating a beauty to happen in future. Hallelujah. You might look like a lover today, but there is a butterfly coming up very soon. There is a butterfly coming up very soon. Hallelujah. But there's something about that caterpillar. Science says that caterpillar eats voraciously. Eat everything, anything green. Eat as though there is no tomorrow. Caterpillar will eat and eat and eat and devour. And you will be asking yourself, why? It's eating on because there is an internal transformation that must happen. But there is an energy that is needed. Hallelujah. Oh, an internal transformation will happen. But the lover needs an energy for that to happen. Where would the energy come from? From the food eating. You, have, you need an energy for transformation. It comes from what you eat. What do you eat, child of God? Eat the word of God like tomorrow will not come. Eat the word of God like that is your life. And indeed it is your life. Hallelujah. And when the lover is done... And I successfully stored up enough energy for continuation of transformation. Then it goes to a latent period called the pupa. 
And at the pupil stage, again, you feel as though there is no activity. You are here today. You are saying, I have done all of this. Pastor, I have, I have, I have read the Bible from, from Genesis to Revelation. I come to church. I do all spiritual exercises that I'm, I'm expected to do. But, but there's no activity in my life. You are in the pupil stage. Butterfly is coming. Hallelujah. I have news for you. Butterfly is coming. I have done everything, yet there is no beauty in my life. Butterfly is coming. The pupa, the pupa, you can see it's also called the crystallis. It simply hangs on the tree. No movement, no motion. In fact, you will mistake it at times for an inanimate object because it appears no life as a nature. But wait a while, a transformation is happening within. A beauty is being crafted. Very soon, the beauty will appear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beauty will appear. And then eventually, when the process is complete, then the beauty comes forth. Butterfly comes forth. The butterfly comes forth. The beauty comes forth. Hallelujah. And it goes around. And guess what the butterfly does? The butterfly begins the process again. The butterfly becomes fruitful. The butterfly begins to lay egg. I'm saying to you, be planted in Christ. Grow in Christ. And be fruitful in Christ. After becoming butterfly, it is not as if the dawn is done. I mean, done and dusted. There's continuation of transformation. What is the next stage? Given back to your like. Hallelujah. You begin to release your like. Hallelujah. You will begin to reproduce. Hallelujah. And the cycle continues. Position yourself for transformation. Position yourself for transformation. The Lord is saying this morning, that he has heard your cry. You are in the pooper stage. He has heard your cry. You are stuck in a position, no movement, no activity, pooper stage. Oh, there is a walking within you. There is a process ongoing. It's just for a while. 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 Father, we thank you. Thank you. Oh, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. One of the most arrowing things a lecturer can go through is to pursue a PhD program. The challenge of finance, the challenge of having a suitable supervisor. <laughs> there, are super, there are some supervisors that don't know what their students are into. They have no understanding of what the work is all about. It's the student that conceives the work, takes it to the man. The man will say, I've never seen this before, so it's your problem, go. So he throws the man, the student, into, into a wilderness. Unfortunately, that shouldn't be the case. But unfortunately, at times, that's what we see. And then the, the, the student begins a wild goose chase. And then he comes in contact with grace. And then he finds a way out. Hallelujah. It was a hot afternoon. Awaiting a verdict over my PhD work done everything I needed to do, I'd spent and I'd been spent. And my work was presented before the gurus in the school who will sit over your work, dot all the highs, cross all the T's, cut down, add. And at that point of times, people will be asked to go and start all over again. Something you've been on for 10 years. 
at such time as time, they will tell you, please take it back to the college. Let the college board sit over it again before they bring it again to us. I mean, all, all sorts. And it was a hot afternoon and we were waiting the verdict. And the call came. And the man simply said, it's done. And my wife and I shouted. We screamed. We didn't shout. We screamed. Look here, you will scream. Haven't experienced such traumatic occurrences. Haven't experienced a traumatic pain in the course of pursuing your life, you know, ambition. You know? And then, and then grace suddenly shows up. And grace pours this water of refreshing upon you. And then things turn around suddenly. And then you screamed, victory, 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 victory. For me, it took 10 years, 10 good years. But it was just one day when the call came. And it was the call of victory. I was in the purple stage for 10 years. But one afternoon, my butterfly came out. I speak to someone this morning. This is the day. This is the moment. This is the hour. Butterfly comes out. Your victory comes out. Your victory shows up. In the name of Jesus. As I speak, present it before the Lord. Present it before him as I speak. What has lingered up to now? What has stayed so stubbornly against your advancement in life? What has said that you will not have joy? That you will not have rest? That you will not have settlement? This hour, this morning, there is a release of grace. There is a release of assurance. There is a release of the hand of the Lord. In your direction, saying it is time for that transformation, for that metamorphosis to happen, for you to translate from your pupa to your butterfly. It is time. And I agree with God's spirit this morning. And I declare so to someone. It is time. It is time. You have stayed long enough in that state on the same spot. You've gone around the mountain without any visible advancement. Today, 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 you are turning from that state to a better state in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is done. 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 Let me leave us with this. You must have a revelation of this Jesus for you to know assurance of transformation. There's, this is just a level of revelation. Be planted in him. Grow in him. And then be fruitful in him. That's how to position yourself. Well, there's much more. There's much more to that. And that will be your own personal revelation. Because it will begin to reveal things to you. It will begin to reveal. And thank God for our word for the month. Can you please bring up our word for the month? Our word for the month, please. God bless your social uh, media. Our word for the month. Our Yes, 1 Corinthians, yes. 2 verse 9 to 10. Okay? But as it is written, eyes have not seen. Look at the transformation that you should expect. What eyes have not seen? What has not entered the hairs of men? What has not gone into the hearts of men? The things which God has prepared. Ah, there is a preparation for you and I. You see, when you see preparation by God, he saying, I have a plan. And there is a series of transformation that eventually will lead to the culmination of that plan. And when you get to the peak of that plan, then you harvest. Hallelujah. So you harvest that preparation. You are harvesting that preparation today. Amen. Prepared for those who love him. 
planted in Christ. But God has revealed, so there must be a revelation. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So this month is a month of divine discoveries. So like I said, you go alone with God and begin to receive revelation for your personal, personal, personal discoveries. Hallelujah. Because there's so much in the heart of God for you and I. And we shall manifest in Jesus' name. Shall we rise on our feet as we pray this morning? Give him thanks for his word. Appreciate him. Exalt his name. Exalt his name. I, I, have, I, I had this, this instruction and I'm simply going to obey and that will be it. Just, just um, let the keyboard play. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The resurrection power of the Lord is in the house. The resurrection power of Jesus in the house. The power of transformation is the resurrection power. The power of transformation is the resurrection power. So I have that assurance within me that some things will happen instantly by reason of the power of resurrection this morning. Mm. And it's because the, the, the power is within you and I for those who are Christian, for those who are believers. If the spirit that raised our Lord Jesus Christ resides inside of you, that same spirit will quicken your mortal body. That will be a quickening. So it is inside of us. It is inside of us. So the resurrection power is inside of you and I. And by reason of that power, that will be instant transformation. I had it in my spirit while preparing for today's service. Instant transformation. For some of us, it will be a process that eventually will manifest as beauty. But there, there are some people here, it is instant. It is instant. Especially as touching your health. Especially as touching the condition of health this morning. Instant. 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 Look, if that will not happen, then the resurrection of Christ will be in vain. But no, no, no. His resurrection was never in vain. And because your his resurrection was never in vain, that which the resurrection power is, you know, wired to do will happen now. It will happen now. Father, thank you. You see, the Bible calls him, or he calls himself, the resurrection and the life. The resurrection and the life. It was at the tomb of Lazarus. Martha came to him and said, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. He said, your, your brother will live again. Martha said, I understand. In the resurrection morning, my brother will live again. Jesus said, you don't understand. That which is for the resurrection morning will be for the resurrection morning. But there are some things that are for the now. I am talking about the now. And the resurrection and the life is talking about the now. He said, I'm talking about the now. There is something that will happen now. And he said, look, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Even though your brother was dead, he will live again. Whatever is dead that is here present, the resurrection and the life, he declares this morning, live again, live again, live again, live again. Life, 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 life. Life, 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 live again, live again, live again. In the name of Jesus, I declare, I said, live again, live again. Hallelujah. The woman with the usual blood, it was instant. The blood dried up, the flow dried up. It was instant. The resurrection and the life was on his way for a particular assignment. And someone dared to touch the glorious cloth of this resurrection and the life in faith. And then that which had been with her for 12 years. Resurrection and the life says it doesn't matter the number of years. For as long as he comes to put his hand, his finger upon that issue, it ends. It it ends. It ends. For the woman, it was the flow of blood. And the touch brought an end to that flow. And then Jesus proceeded. And they said, the one that you wanted to go and pray for had died. Hey, he said, Jarius, do you stop not the master anymore? For your daughter is dead. Have they given a slam?
stamp on that issue? Have they put a stamp on that issue? Say, case closed. Resurrection and the life says, case opened. Case opened. Case opened. Case opened. Have they said, case closed? He says, case opened. What has been closed opens today because resurrection and the life declares it open. Hallelujah. And he got there and he said, Talita Kumi, daughter, arise as many as are dead. Oh, maybe you are buried. The resurrection of the life says, arise, daughter, arise, daughter, arise. I am addressing a daughter this morning. I am addressing a daughter this morning. The process is unto death. <laughs> the process is unto death. Resurrection and life says, I reverse it. I reverse the process. I reverse the process. Hey, back to life. Back to life. Back to life. Back to life. In the name of Jesus. Buried. Stinking. Put in the grave. Ah. Matter said, Master, it yet stinketh. <laughs> it's beyond repair. What is beyond repair? Resurrection and the life says, <laughs> it will come out by itself. It will work out by itself. <laughs> that which stinketh now, it yet stinketh. There will be a transformation such that that which yet stinketh we rise, we walk, we be unloosed, and matter will receive back his brother. You are receiving back life from death, life from you are receiving life back from death this morning. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Can you have your seat and take this moment to internalize everything? But the Lord will have some of us to have the opportunity of being planted in Christ. You are not born again. You are not in Christ Jesus. All I've said, we have no... Ah, Jesus... They called you barren. They said it to your face. All eyes bowed. Daughter, don't weep again. They said it to your face, Barry. You are a daughter in the house. And they said it is unredeemable. That's the word. Those category of people, all eyes bowed, all eyes bowed, and all eyes shut. Just wait. Lift your hand and put it back. Put it back. Put it back. Put it back. Your tormentors will come back to address you as our excellency. Because the excellent power of the Lord is reaching out to you and is bringing that transformation to you. Yes. They mocked you and said you are barren. The Lord said he had it and that he felt your pain and that if it was possible for you to see his face, you will see tears coming out from his eyes. But listen, they will come again for the naming of your children. Not one, not two, but as many as you desire. The mockers will come they, some will say, let us come and see whether it is true. And they will find it true. Some will say, ah, and we mocked that. We never knew that God was into something. It will happen. In the name of Jesus. You are not born again in the house. You are walking on a time bomb. I want you to simply give your life to Christ. All eyes shut, all eyes bowed. This is a time for you to be planted into Jesus. And then from there you can grow 
and then from there you'll be fruitful. Nobody's looking at anyone. I want such people to please place their hand across their chest. Place your hand across your chest. I will pray for you. I'm trying to watch to see if there's anyone doing that. Place your hand across. You're saying, I'm not born again. You're saying, I don't know Christ Jesus. Anybody like that? I can't see anyone yet. Okay, maybe you can wave at me. Everybody's minding his own business. So, can you such persons wave at me? You want to give your life to Christ. Okay. Now, all of us, let's rededicate our lives to our resurrected Christ. Let's rededicate our lives to our resurrected Christ. Tell him that we do his bidding. You will love him. You will seek him. You will serve him. Tell him that where you are failing, you will rise up again. And then you will move on. Commit your heart unto him afresh. Tell him he's your Lord and Savior. Tell him he remains the one that calls the shots. He remains the one that calls the shots. Thank you, Jesus. We are making this commitment to you. Because, Lord, we love you. Yes, we love you. We have no other person, no other God aside you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. So for those who have important appointment this week, resurrection and life goes ahead of you. And those appointments will come out as testimonies. Testimonies. Testimonies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Lift up your hands and just exalt him. Give him worship. To him alone, to him alone. Who desires our praise and worship to him alone? Who desires our praise and worship? <laughs>